Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Howdy, strangers, and welcome to Ferris. I'm your host, your smiling DM, Hank Hayden, here to bring you the continuing tale of our heroes, such as they are. It's a tale of true terror and true adventure. This is True Crit. Howdy, strangers, and welcome to Ferris. Tonight, I'm joined by Daniel. Schultz Salazar the Bard. Jim. Uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Cash. That's what uh, I was going to say. That, <laughs> did you do a name change there? <laughs> and our illustrious producer, Mason. My head in the dragonborn. I didn't finish. Cash the arcane gun, tiefling gunslinger. Oh, yes. More intro. Or, we are, oh, we are fuck, for sure. Already. We've, Apparently. Got, we've got a bunch of intro going on. We already fucked up the intro, so you know this is going to be a good episode. It's oh, going to be yeah. good. I'm excited. This is a tale of true terror and true adventure. This is True Crit. And last time on D&D, our party woke in the town of Riverbed and started in on some uh, investigations. Alora went to the party and said that her sister was in dire straits. Uh, her sister, Brenna, had been, uh, it looked like she had been attacked by someone or something, and her husband had been torn to pieces. Uh, and you guys started to investigate that, Mahen and Schultz. Uh, while at the same time, Cash, you made the acquaintance of Dag Nabbit of Dag Nabbit's Emporium. Uh, you went to him and uh, set up a meeting to talk about some uh, canny business ventures over black coffee, whatever that meant. And then uh, you uh, rendezvoused and you guys met with Saul Nabbit, who is the sister of Dag. After being brutally assaulted. Uh, yeah, after being assaulted by her desert chickens that pull her massive sleds. Uh, and she told you that she refuses to leave town until the beastie that is tearing apart horses and uh, carriage caravans and uh, endangering her supply run is dealt with. Uh, and she offered you guys a bounty of gold to deal with that threat, uh, which you guys uh, accepted on a, you know, on a word of mouth. And now... Well, there's it, that part where I met Moloch, too. Oh, yeah. And you you met with Moloch in your... Uh, Room. Your your hotel room. <laughs> he just kind of appeared there. Now that and, sounds creepy. And told you that uh, you were uh, his champion now, and he gave you a gift uh, of these magic arcane runes on your gun. Hmm. Uh, so now your gun is probably capable of some some dangerous shit. I would assume. Well, let's hope so. It is. Getting on toward evening time, the sun has set. You guys have looked around the town. You've met some more people. Uh, most everybody seems pretty friendly. Uh, now that they've kind of seen you and gotten over the shock of uh, Mahen, you look just like this big uh, black scale. They, they all assume you're a lizard man unless you tell people otherwise. And so you kind of they give you kind of a wide berth. And Cash, it's hard to hide the horns, and so they they 
notice you and give you side eye and everything. People start shuffling into saloons for the night. Uh, the noon shade pulls a lot of sort of hoity-toity villagers. Looks like they got lots of coins to throw around. Uh, and the willow is already loud. Like there has already sea shanties and things being sung and shouted. In the middle and, of the desert. In the middle. Well, yeah. Yeah. Desert sea shanties. The I mean, sea yeah, of a, dune shanties. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. And, uh, Camels, ships of the desert. There you go. They are uh, being raucous in there, and you guys walk down the promenade toward Dag's Emporium where it looks like all the ogre bodyguards are putting the tent down for the night, uh, and the uh, girl at the coffee stand is, is packing everything in. Uh, hold on a minute, gentlemen, while I speak to this young lady. You got it. Good evening, uh, young lady. She looks at you and says, oh, good evening. I'm here to have some black coffee with uh, Mr. Nab. Dab? Dab. The hell was his name? Dang. <laughs> Dang Nabbit? Dang Dab Nabbit? And she points at the sign where it says Dag Nabbit's Import. Dang, yes, with Dag, yes. She There's says, so many of uh, them. So many with Mr. Nabbit. She says, uh, how would you like your coffee, did you say? Black. She looks at her note in her pocket. Other side, dear. And then she flips <laughs> it over and she sees the unscribbled side. And she, oh. she puts it in her, puts in her thing and she uh, takes the, the tent flap and she kind of pulls it off to the side for you. She says, go ahead. Get I inside. Gesture for these two to follow me. And she says, these two with you? Yes. This is sugar and cream. And Schultz gives you a look like, why am I cream? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't agree to this beforehand. It goes with the black coffee. Just play along, young okay. man. Yes, 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 yes. These are now your code names for everything forever. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to be cream. That's That's I love it's it. Fine. Does that it's mean fine. A, a southern lady can call me, come here, sugar? And yes, the, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, I mean, as if they wouldn't already. She looks at you, this halfling woman, and she says, uh, you read the sign? No magic, no weapons, no trouble. No trouble. Understood. I don't even have any guns. She pulls the curtain back so that you guys can kind of duck and, and walk in. Well, some of us can duck. Just sugar. More than others. <laughs> I, like, lean to the side. <laughs> you so crab walk in duck. through the tent flap. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess we enter. All right. So you guys walk in there, and you see uh, there are these two big ogres, and they are, like... Big, flabby, scarred, uh, shaved head, bulbous nose and, and features. Uh, and they just look at you and they're like, you're here to see Dag. Yes, sir, we are. Right this way. Thank you. And they point up the stairs. They don't follow you, but they point up the stairs. You get the idea that if one of these stepped on the, the rickety plank and they just go through. thing, they would just snap it. Uh, is that going to be a problem for, for our dragon friend over here? Uh, you guys walk up the steps, and uh, Mahan, when you walk these things, uh, they, they creak under your weight. <laughs> but you guys make it up to the second floor. <laughs> Sorry. On the second floor of this emporium, you see some of the same antique furniture that... 
uh, is kind of littered around the first floor. All of the cafe stuff uh, on the first floor had been pulled in for the night, and it looks like some of it was stored up here, just kind of like stacked in a corner. Uh, but the rest of this room is glass cases and bookshelves piled with books and scrolls and quills. Uh, it looks like there are some eggs on stands and some uh, like pickled snakes in jars and things Ugh. of that nature on uh, some of the shelves. And they're backlit. Everything is lit by this like pale, eerie blue glow. Uh and it looks like there are uh, bowls of dust and, you know, jars with rubies in them. Uh, there is a stand with some uh, what you would assume were magic wands on it. Uh, there's all kinds of random stuff. And standing in the middle of the room with a cup on a saucer is Dag. And he says, well, now, welcome back, stranger. Who'd you bring me? Uh, these are my associates. I'm Sugar. Well, that's a strange name, even for lizard folk. But oh, are we, uh, welcome. Are we, are we dropping the names? I think it's safe to drop the oh. names now, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, Mahan. Hmm, Mahan. I ain't heard a name like that in a long time. When was the last time you heard a name like that? <coughs> oh, never mind that. It was a couple hours ago when he cleared his throat. <clears throat> never mind that, but uh, sure one no lizard name. And he winks at you. Mm. In the way the nabbits do. In the way that nabbits do. Is your eye okay? Says, <laughs> oh, yes, must have been some uh, dust from this, uh, this display over here. So I must get my attendance to dust a little more thoroughly up here. And uh, he just turns away from you because he decides you're not Schultz cool. Schultz turns in and said, did you get some... Did <laughs> and you get he some, looks uh, at you with the, uh, are you cool kind I said, of look. did you get some coffee in your eye? And he gives the exaggerated <laughs> wink. And he says, oh, I may have. <laughs> and he winks at you. Glad to see we're on the same page. What friend. is your name, sir? My name is Schultz. It is nice to make your acquaintance. Ah, oh, pleasure's all mine. And he reaches his hand out no, and shakes your hand. I, I shake his hand with my left hand, there specifically. My hand is like, how do you... How do you do that? And I, I'm like trying, trying to blink to one it. eye, and I can't do it. And I'm like, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, but you're a lizard, so you can actually lick your own eyebrows. <laughs> can Dragonborn yeah, that, do that? Can they wet their eyes? <laughs> With the tongue? <laughs> that's all the answer I need. Yeah. And more. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> anyway, moving on. That was disturbing, Sorry. Mason. Sorry. I'm <laughs> and uh, you, stranger, do I continue calling you Mr. Tiefling? That'll suffice for now, yes. Very well. Uh, while I have you all here, are you in the market for anything more unusual than what you find downstairs? Personally, not me. But thank you for asking. Unless you found some more ammunition in the last few hours, probably not. Alas, I have not. Nothing that would meet your specifications, anyway. Hmm. Well, if that's the case, then suppose we better get down to business. He sips his, his tea. Is it tea or is it coffee? It's tea. Oh, okay. He, he doesn't touch the stuff. <laughs> he never dips into his own supply, as it were. Uh, he says, Your associate may have told you that uh, 
Black powder is in short supply here in the town of Riverbed, and if I wish my subsidiary to continue manufacturing uh, ammunition, then it is something that I must find a suitable source for outside my usual sources. I may have located a, a sizable cache of it, but I will need your assistance in liberating it from those who currently possess it. Which is? Namely? Yes. The guild. I'm okay with that. Oh, well, I, well it's good that we have you with us, because I... No, now am I am I to understand that this is a, a guild controlled, shall we say, depot, of sorts? Hypothetically. Uh, hypothetically speaking. Allegedly. 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 You could say that. You could say it was a supply depot located on the edge of the Badlands, about three days northwest of here. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Are do you, how much do you interact with a? Uh, must be a relative of yours, Kit Nabbit. You aware of him? Of course I know Kit Nabbit. He's my own grandson, well, Dave. Well, good, good. I mean, you know, at your age, you're liable to forget important things, so <laughs> I figured I'd check. What are you implying? Nothing. Just say you're a little... Are you a cop? <laughs> you're asking me that, and I gesture to the, to the, the tiefling. I know he's no guildsman. Fair enough. No, I mean, it's just... Uh, our mutual friend Kit Nabbit, who we've we've happened to interact with, was also planning on knocking up a certain guild. Knocking over. Knocking over. Thank uh, you. Completely different things. Sorry, after this morning, my brain is a little bit addled with uh, with with strange sayings. You so said Kit was trying to was trying to knock over the depot. Uh, apparently, I forget. Was he actually? <laughs> I dissuaded him of the uh, the idea. That little so-and-so, he milked me for information, and then he goes off and he tries to knock off my supply depot? That explains it. Well, I can't say that I blame him, and I can't say I'm not very proud of the little so-and-so. <laughs> but uh, if he didn't do the job, then the job remains. That's true. If we're going to do it, I think we should take him with us, since he... Probably had a plan ready to go. We'll have to find him. We'll have to find him. <laughs> well, gentlemen, we do have another chore we have to finish That's first. That's true. Yes. Is this... Oh, and what might that be? It's it's choring time, boys. Oh, we're just helping out with some odds and ends around here. Getting a feel for the... Getting the lay of the land. Etc., etc., is this is this knocking over of a guild depot hypothetically a time sensitive occurrence? Well, for you or anyone else? Not necessarily, but until such time as I can you know, resupply my vendors and subsidiaries, there won't be any more ammunition for sale here in town and that will put a damper on business for some of the more uh, rough-and-tumble types that we get plunk coming through here. It's true. Very true. And I wouldn't lie, it has hurt my business some with some of my more regular customers, so I'd be much obliged. Well, uh, let me uh, 
use the magic words, what's in it for us? I can see that you are men of action wait, indeed. Wait a minute. The sign says no magic. Are you are you attempting to use magic in this establishment? Cream, shut up. Schultz just kind of sits sits back and drops his head and looks vaguely annoyed and shuts up. Back to our hypothetical negotiations, sir. Well, apart from a sizable discount on anything that you might procure here at Dagnabbit's Emporium, I can also promise the same discount at my other subsidiaries here in town. The on Painted Widow Saloon and Slim's Picks. On top of anything we may procure from ourselves from this hypothetical depot. Oh, surely. I'm interested in the black powder. You bring that to me untouched and unscathed. Anything else you find is your business. Though I would also be much obliged for a cut of any payroll you might happen to find if you hit the depot at the right time. We'll keep that in mind. Let's consider this a uh, hypothetical understanding, then. And I offer him a hand. He takes your hand. Okay, so we're doing this. Eventually. Eventually. Like I say, we have one other matter we need to take care of first. And he sets his tea down, and he pulls out a paper. Uh Uh-oh. And he hands it to you, Cash. And it is a roughly drawn map showing that if you take uh, the east road out of Riverbed, and you go north through that Vagrant's Pass that you've heard about, Mm. and you continue north, and then you head just a little bit west, you'll get to this supply depot he's talking about on the edge of the Badlands. So really, Ah. we could... We may be able to kill two sand chickens with one dragonborn. Oh, is that me? I thought I thought <laughs> the other, I thought it, I thought it happened the other way around about a few hours ago. Was that a couple of sand chickens killed the dragonborn or his his what ass? Do you mean? I'm still standing. Never mind. Worked better in my head. Mm. That was an Elton John reference. Please don't sue us. Please sponsor us, <laughs> Sir Elton John. <laughs> Anyways, so do we leave? So you guys take the job. Is there anything else you want to look around at? Do ask you about? Do you have anything that's good at say slaying beasts? He says, "Oh well, we got all kinds of odds and ends up here. Take a look around. Something very." Uh, I do want to browse around a little. High bit damage, just to see. if you will. Yeah, you you guys look around and you see there's lots of uh, it. It looks Schultz. You would know uh, that there's a lot of spell components up here. Mm. Uh, you would guess that some of the books and scrolls are magical on these shelves. Uh, spell scrolls and spell books, things of that nature. Uh, Mehen, you look around and you do find a glass case with a sword in it. Ooh. Uh, but the sword Trade looks, the like it's, looks like it's uh, polished and carved out of wood. Ooh. And Tell it's me. got these jagged teeth on the front of it. Oh. It's curved kind of like a scimitar. Oh. And it's got these couple jagged serrated spikes at the tip of it. I'm like, oh, tell me about this one. Ah, I see you have a keen eye. Well. Well, this item does have a, a particular story. Uh, the Uranathi halfling clans, which I hail from... 
uh, that live in the Bracken Marsh. They swore centuries ago that they were never going to carry metal into battle. It was too precious, far too precious to lose to any enemies. So our ancestors, when they fought tooth and nail with the greedy ogres and the gnolls mining within our borders, uh, these battles went on for decades. And finally, when we were victorious, we drove them from our lands. But we always kept that promise to live in harmony with the wildlands that we swore to protect and we never did carry metal into battle in those days back in the Bracken Marshes. The old masters keep making weapons from fallen trees, breastplates out of iron oaks and blades like this one. Practice is rare nowadays, soon there won't be any old masters left. But uh, this sword is a good example of their craftsmanship. May I look at it? Hold it, if you will. Certainly. He opens the case and he hands it to you. If it's an Aranathi sword, is it like a toothpick for him? It, it's an Aranathi uh, longsword, so it would be a short sword for you. Cute. Gotcha. Hmm. And he says, careful. Deadly sharp. If you were to put this in a, say, a, a range of 1 to 20, <laughs> how, how, how hard would this hit? Just an arbitrary 1 through 20? Well, you know, if you were to put a number value on... Maybe a 1 through 5 is, yeah. is a little more. Well, let's see, let's see one of your blades. I, I pull out my... my um, my broken longsword. Uh, or my broken greatsword that is a longsword. So he says that it, it would probably hit about about the same. Uh, although this feels, you, you test it, and it is much sharper. And the serrated edge of it looks like it could tear. Uh, so it could do some damage. Ooh. And he says careful now because he sees you checking the blade he says careful now you see that painting on the blade and he points out all these twisting vines that have been painted in green paint on this wooden sword yeah and he says these are swamp vines they carry deadly venom it's in the paint itself it can heal any damage done to this blade but it will sting and hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> you cut somebody with this and they'll think they had a scorpion, sting them right in their side. It will be none too pleasant for them. <clears throat> you ever heard the story of the girl from Bathu? Uh, no. no, no, I don't think so. Mm. Is that Tragic the one that tale. starts, that once was a girl from Bathu? Yes. Who, oh dear. Yes, you know it. It's dirty. <laughs> That's, yes. It's a tragic tale. There once was a girl from Bethu, and a scorpion went in her shoe. She screamed and she cried, then she got stung and died. It's not a long tale, but it's true. <laughs> that was... <laughs> and then Schultz immediately pulls out his, uh, his prose notebook and writes very, very fast. And <laughs> then you see, like, quick as lightning, Dag sidles up to you, and he's like, Bathu is with two O's. Oh, oh thank you, thank you, thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, yes, I get 5%. Whatever you say. And then, like, 
at the bottom. Like he, he like counts the number. Schultz counts the number of uh, letters in it after he's done writing it, and then he he does some quick math and he he writes uh, Dag Nabbit, but only with five percent of the number of letters uh, <laughs> that the entire poem was. <laughs> you go okay, oh, all right. <laughs> I guess five percent. There it is. <laughs> May I take this and. Use it to vanquish perhaps a large beastie. Says, oh, I, I could not let you leave with such a precious, precious <laughs> cultural heirloom. For free. For free. If you had something to give in trade. How about that hammer you almost crushed cream with? Hey, careful. But it's I a good I hammer. I, I like I know, my it head me. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's you barely even used it. I haven't even gotten to hit anything exactly. with it yet. <laughs> so mechanics-wise, this would be a plus one short sword that deals additional poison damage. Oh, shit. And can repair itself. It won't be able to do those things always. It'll be able to do those things like once per day. You'll be able to use it, kind of like your smite thing, gotcha. but with poison damage. <laughs> As one does. As one does. Do you have any armor, perhaps? He says, oh, sadly, no. Not much call for armor out here in the desert. One tends to overheat. The body chafes quite deadly out here in the <laughs> desert when you're wearing something as blocky as armor. Chafing is a real Looking problem. Looking right at me wearing black studded <laughs> leather armor. He says, uh, we got a sizable collection of vests and robes downstairs, but uh, no armor here. Very well. Uh, Schultz points to the collection of magical tomes and scrolls and such and says, this is a this is a bit of a collection. I'm impressed. And uh, I think all the way and he's like, don't touch those. No, all right, all right. Oh, you need to be a mite careful. Oh, I think I could be a mite careful. Not all of those are meant for human eyes. And he winks at you. And Schultz kind of does a confused double take and says oh, alright I think these eyes have seen quite a bit I'm mostly just impressed by the fact that you've got you know at least a notable collection of these all the way out here Do you, is this like a long term build up of supplies or oh uh, I have been at this for many <laughs> years yes I used to be a bounty hunter like yourselves really oh yes he delved a bit into the underworld of uh, the Urnathi Empire, a little bit into the Zarian Empire. I know my way around a spell book and a tome of forbidden knowledge. Well, you have my respect, sir. Is this forbidden knowledge for sale, perhaps? As is everything in Dag's Emporium. Well, that's good to know. You have only to... Uh, Tell me what you have in trade, or what your bottom line is. And Schultz thinks for a second, and he he reaches into his pack, and he pulls out the witch bottle. And he says, I've got one of these. He looks at it, and he says, where did you get that? It's a good question. Oh, well, get put it away, put it he, away. He, he, Take shoves it, he shoves it back in the, in the pack. Where did you find that? Great question. Thanks for asking. Why do you have a witch bottle? Why not have one? If you're so knowledgeable in such things, I'd love to know the drawbacks of just hanging on to one. 
Well, they are uh, mighty potent and uh, malfeasant, if you ask me. I would not use them myself, but for the purposes of getting it off the street, I suppose I could take it in trade. Well, what do you got in return? I mean, all I know right now is that you've got a lot of magic stuff. Well, what are you looking for? Um, that's actually a great question. Any powerful... What do you have in the realm of spell scrolls? Hmm. You never know what you might need. He takes a footstool and he walks over to his shelf and he takes out a collection of them and he kind of hands them out to you. He's like, well, you looking for something to hurt or to help? You know, for me personally, I probably need something hurty. And he looks over to Cash. Uh, well, uh, our friend here is actually rather fragile. Any amulets, braces, or trinkets that could make him a little more durable would Ooh. also help. Well, uh, Schultz is like, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Put away, put away the spell scrolls. That was a bad idea. No, it was, it was an okay uh, idea, but <laughs> if you're dead, they're useless. That's true. That's really I have true. a few elixirs and things. I'd take a look at those. And, of course, there's always uh, Lucky Charms. And he Are they magically delicious? He gets out a... Uh, he's like, don't know. Never, <laughs> never. Are people always after them? <coughs> oh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, My regular customers, you uh, know. Yes. They're always take, taking your Lucky Charms. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Kellogg's, please don't sue us. Careful, I need to maintain my accent, and now that one will pop up in my head. Oh, yeah, Oops. Anyways. That's when Dag Nabbit sounds like he's from the old country. Yeah. Dag uh, walks over to a... I got some special amulets for you here, my friend. <laughs> he walks over to One drink to of this, a... and you'll be in pervious arrows. <laughs> Dag walks over to a case and taps on it, uh, and he, he shows you... Uh, the inside of it's got like rabbit's feet on uh, little chains, and it's got a uh, little like pottery shard on a twine, and it's got a big uh, figurine, like a carved black stone raven. Hmm. Uh, and then it's got, uh, you know, various other little like the little glass balls with the evil eye painted on them, things like that. Little jangly gotcha. bits. The porcelain thing on a string, does that happen to look like uh, the one I have in my possession? It looks a lot like the one you have Ooh. in your possession. And I point to it and I say, I am very interested in that. What is it? He says, ah, this, this was supposedly liberated from the ruins of the magic city in the Sea of Dunes. The magic city's in ruins? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was still standing based on the way, who was it described, the, the, the merchants described it. The tales that I have heard tell is that it appeared mysteriously hundreds of years ago in the middle of the desert. That's no one had ever too. seen it before. Nobody knows where it came from. And there's only a few sled runners ever been that deep into the Sea of Dunes. Nothing in that city to help you survive out in the dearth. So they always come back. But one of them came back with this little charm. I'd say that was pretty lucky, wouldn't you? I would say so, too. What does it do? Well, it brings luck, of course. All these bring luck, lucky charms. Mm, I don't know if that's worth a witch bottle, but I might toss up some gold for it. And he says, uh, well, if you've got the gold to spend, you may as well go for the high rollers lucky charm. Which is? This mysterious winged creature 
looks like a sand chicken, but malformed <coughs> and disgusting. What, you mean the raven? He takes out a piece of paper and he writes, <laughs> raven. But it's like spelled horribly. He says, yes, yes, the raven. Yeah, he's a R-A-E-V-Y-N. There you <laughs> he go. He puts it into his pocket. And he says, yes, yes, the raven. Well, uh, I appreciate you attempting to sway my interest, but... Uh, no, I gotta say, the, the ceramic necklace is far more appealing to me to, than the ugly bird statue. All right. As you described it, I mean... It is. It's hideous. Look at it. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't disagree. in this raven statue. <laughs> in, the, in the hideous raven statue. <laughs> I am statue. suddenly very interested. The, the air quotes hideous raven statue. It's beautiful. Oh, you think so? I love it. Well, <laughs> it can be yours. How much? It's got uh, its own story as well. Here, take take it. Look at it. I'm like, wow! It just it feels even better when you hold it. How do you, how do you feel, man? I feel, I feel great. You feel great. And he says, "Yours for the low, low price of five hundred gold I pieces." I put it right back. <laughs> I, have, I have to ask my hand. Can you can you pay him in waffles? Do you do you feel lucky? Well, do you? No, punk. <laughs> Sugar? Uh, do you feel sh- Do you feel lucky? He sugar. He wants a uh, hundred gold for the lucky charm. Do you even have uh, gold? Oh, I've got I've got a hundred gold. Uh, but I don't let him know that. Mahan, roll a perception check. Uh, I look him dead in the eye, and I say, seventy-five. Seventeen. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Well, I suppose I could go to seventy-five. Deal. All right. And I fish into my satchel and pull out 75 gold. Because I'm a big spender. He takes your, established. takes your 75 gold. Cool. And he hands you this uh, pottery shard on a string. Cool. And I take it. Yeah. And you now have uh, another pottery shard. All right. I'm going to write that. You got a 17 on your perception, Mahen? Yes, sir. Uh, when you chuck that uh, raven statue you back into throw the thing. it back into the case. Uh, you could swear you hear it go. <laughs> Is there a bird in that statue? He says, well, uh, it's a statue of a bird. I, th- I thought I heard it. And he looks in the thing and he's like, well, no. I don't see anything in there that's a noisemaker, but I have some of those if you're interested. <laughs> I look at the raven statue. Hmm. It may have said a word once, but now, never more. Is that the noise that the statue makes? No. <laughs> that's, the, that's the sound of my my inner uh, Poe fan just yeah. screaming. That's wonderful. I love it. I want that Raven statue so bad. <laughs> 500 gold. And you, got, you, you said the you money, got a 17. Yeah. So uh, you, when you hear it, you lock eyes with it. You see that on the underside of this statue, yeah. there is carved out a word in Draconic. I look at it. It says, ours. <laughs> With hours. an H or without an H? Like, with, with the H, like the unit hours. of time. Hours. Can I roll an insight to see if that means anything to me in terms of the statue? You could roll with all the weird shit right now. You could roll Arcana. Oh, I could do that. Hey, that's a 10. Well, it's not awful. It's not terrible. You would guess that there is some weird thing going on with this. You know dragons would not normally carve uh, carve out 
things that were meant to be just like idly read, they would write scrolls and things if they wanted to write a message. When they carved things, it was generally to enchant things. Mm. Uh, may I see that for a moment? Hand it to him. I got a 19 on Arcana. Nice. Uh, so you look at it and you see that this has got another set of writing on it. It's got just a statement across it. And you can read it. Oh. But you're not sure what language it is. Okay. Uh, Do you want to read it out loud or to yourself? Uh, Well, if I can't read it, then... Oh, I like... No, you can read it. You know what it says. You just don't know what language it is. Oh, uh, I'm actually going to. I'm going to show it to Mahan and say, "Did you see this right in here?" I look at it. You did not see it before, but you see it now. I see it now. And you don't know what language it is, though. But I, I can't read it. Well, then I'll do the the silly, stupid thing. Open the Necromicon and just just read it. Barata Nikto. <laughs> well, no. good it game, says, everybody. <laughs> good game. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It says, by the will of the keeper, I live on borrowed time. Interesting. Does that mean anything to me? And when you read it and you pass it back and forth to to him, uh, Dag looks at you and he's like, you can read Sev? Read what? Sev. Sev. Yes. Uh, Apparently... Those are the people that lived here in the desert long before the Uranad extended this far south. That's an impressive feat. Are you of uh, Sev descent? I'm a tiefling. Granted. <laughs> no. All right. Not that, or I should say, not that I know of. Doesn't mean I'm going to kick you out or anything, you understand. I have a great love of the Severian people. Can I can I take a look at it? See if I if I'm getting the same. I can read it like you guys are. Because maybe maybe well, I couldn't read it. Maybe we're not special. Oh, you couldn't. Mm-mm. Okay, you could see it. You couldn't read it. It's very interesting, but uh, I don't need to part with five hundred gold pieces for this. I just want to know why it made a sound. Because it's a raven. They make noises. They're birds. But it's a statue. <laughs> yeah. If if he could tell with his ten that there was some kind of magicalness going on. With your 19, you would guess that this is some kind of enchanted or cursed object that could potentially be some entrapped, you know, thing. I think uh, it's a petrified raven person. I have no interest in it. I have an affinity for ravens. Says, is that so? I will be honest with you, and this may shock you, but I did not know that that's what this species of bird was called. I've been all over the place, and nowhere in the Uranide do we have a bird that looks like this. Oh, I'm not surprised. I used to have a raven myself a long time ago. Is that so? What, really? Oh, yes, it was a companion. I love that little bastard. Schultz is writing again. Used to fly around above me, make sure they're... Weren't any enemies waiting for me to ambush me? Scope out locations. But that was in Mordania. He gets kind of sad. 
And just like, oh. Anyway, he puts it back. Thank you. And he walks out. And says, well, I can, I can tell that this uh, means something special to you. I'd be willing to lower my price. There it is. After this uh, job is complete. So you come back in one piece and we'll talk. Thank you. All right. And said, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure doing business with you. Did you want to conclude our, our transaction? Did you want to look through these spells? Uh, you know what? I'm good. I'm good with my good luck charm. All right. Thank you. Maybe some other time. I hope it serves you well. I hope so, too. And I hope so you all we. come back now, you hear? And he bids you good night. We leave. All right. All right. Yep. Let's head out. Uh, I put the pendant around my neck, by the way. I don't know if it... Yeah. Immediately does anything, but I'm wearing it now. It you don't notice it immediately doing anything. You do notice that it's got like this squiggly line on it, just mm. like a zigzaggy line on it. It doesn't have the <laughs> same check that the other yes. one does. Uh, I pull out got the, a the other one line. quickly. It doesn't like fit together. No, they don't. Fit Didn't together. think so. <laughs> That'd be nuts. <laughs> they, but they do look like they are made of the exact same material. Okay. String them together. You could. You know that's true. The one I've got has a has a hole in it. I guess while we're walking out, I'll take the pendant, unclasp it, and slip the other one I've got onto it. Okay. Starting a collection, folks. There you go. There you, go. you clack slightly. I've started the fetch down the promenade. <laughs> uh, so you guys wanted to spend the night and then head out in the morning? I think so. I think so. Because yeah, we have to go through that valley. What's the name of that valley? The valley uh, of the, the Shadowwood Tent. Oh, I just, I just had it, too. Yeah, I me, forget. too. We've been spending most Pleasant of our lives. Valley? No. Hidden Valley? <laughs> uh, Kid Valley. Kid, Kid Valley. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't right. Those are Wait good burgers. Those are good burgers. All right. So you guys head on down the promenade back toward the Noonshade, uh, Noonshade Saloon. Unless we suddenly decide we want Stay to spend the, the night willow. at the, the what willow? The something willow? The, willow? the painted willow. Painted willow. Thank you. As you walk past the painted willow... Everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, there's oh something boy. getting thrown I at us. I swear to God, if a chicken comes out of that window. 19. You pass. Um, seven. <laughs> you do not pass. Uh-oh. 24. Show you off. definitely pass. Uh, in fact, Schultz, you see it coming and you just uh, stop walking. Uh, like Cash, it's coming straight towards your head and you just duck and Mahin, uh, <laughs> a, full, a full tankard I knew just it. like splinters on the side of your head, uh, dealing two bludgeoning damage <laughs> to you. And getting your cloak wet, which is worse. Yeah, and, and the beer in it just like... Gets into your cloak. I, I start to I get angry and it starts to steam on my skin. And nice, uh, nice place. I don't know why we didn't stay there. You're kind of upset. And then you guys, uh, in the direction of the uh, of where the tankard uh, flew at you, you just see this uh, man just ragdolling and being thrown toward you. Oh great! Uh, everybody, roll initiative. What? <laughs> Wait. What? Good lord. Six. I shouldn't have given you those dice. They've been really bad for me all the time. Dice suck. Uh, uh, 15. 21. Stop that. I stopped using the black one. You're so good. Good lord. I'm using the blue one. Oh, I'm nervous now. All we did was walk. 
That's all and, we did. And now somebody throws beer and people at us. <laughs> all right. Cash, at the top of the round, you see this man flying towards you, and you easily, like, sidestep, and he's he's going to, like, f- fall unless you want to catch him and help him not fall uh, face down in the mud. Uh, but then you see... Uh, the doors of the Painted Willow Saloon swing open, and an ogre starts barreling towards you, uh, your, your, toward your group and your position, and you, you just hear him go, You son of a bitch! And he is barreling towards you. What do you want to do? Uh, step out of the way of the man he just threw in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to let him fall? Move to a comfortable distance. It's not my fight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> All right, so you step out of the way. Uh, this ogre uh, comes barreling towards you guys, and uh, Mahen, he is going to attempt to pick you up. Wow, this should be interesting. Uh, so on a an eight. So he just comes up towards you, and he's, like, hauling towards you, and he tries to shoulder check you, and he just, like, bumps you back a couple feet, and he's, like, still running in place, like, trying to <laughs> trying to move you. He's like, oh, oh, it's stronger than you were when I threw you out the door. Wrong person, a dumbass. Ogre. He's like, huh? <laughs> um, Schultz, it's your turn. Uh, I'm not in any immediate danger, am I? Well, the guy has just fallen down at your feet. And he's face down in the mud, and he's like screaming in the mud, and it's making little air bubbles that oh, come so up. He, and when they pop, <laughs> so you he's hear not just scream. like drunken, fell out the door, and is passed out on the ground. He's screaming in pain, possibly. Possibly. Uh, I'm gonna help him up. Find or out, terror. Find out what the deal is. All right. So you you pull him up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you you pull him up, and he's like, oh, oh, what, what the fuck? And he like wipes the mud off of his face, and he goes, oh, you. You bastard! You stole my coin! It wasn't me! He pulls a knife on you. Oh, crap. I'll say the bonus action was getting him up. Do you want to take an action? Uh, I'm going to cast Charm Person, make a wisdom save with advantage since he's technically fighting us. Uh, He got a 12. Oh, great! He fails. Um, He's charmed charmed now. And drunk. He thinks you're very charming. Yes, he's, uh, so he can't, he can't attack me anymore. Okay. So he and I have advantage on checks socially with him. So he pulls this knife on you. And I'm like, no, 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 dude, dude, it's all right, it's okay, relax, like, relax. Uh, as I wave uh, my hands uh, mystically. What, what, what's going on? I think, I think you've had a little too much, my friend. No, you don't, don't tell me when. I'll tell you when right, I had enough. Right. I'll tell you when I had too much. What, what's your, what? And he, he like turns away from you, and he's like, <laughs> pusha, pusha. And he and, pukes on your shoes. Uh, <laughs> And then he turns and he sees you and he locks eyes with you, Cash. And he's like, you guildsman son of a bitch. And he's going to go towards you. I, Matt, don't, I don't have an opportunity Matt, to tell him. before he goes, it is your turn. Well, then I'll cast command on Ogre Dude. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. Here it comes. A lot of those, I think. <laughs> Total of zero. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, I cast command on him and I can... I can make it as flavorful as I want, but it's up like, to your discretion. Yeah, go ahead. What do you, what what is your command word? What do you say? What is thy command? I would like to cast grovel. I would like to do have him grovel at my feet. So you say, grovel. And he goes, 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm thought. Look, I got spit all over your your jacket there, and your guy. Then the beer we threw, we got all over your cloak, man. You threw that beer. I'm so sorry. We were trying to. We were just trying to get Fideo here, and I'm I'm terribly sorry for your inconvenience here. Let me give. And he like grabs his vest and he takes it off, and he like starts <laughs> shining your shoe, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Let me clean this up for That's you. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Uh, this does not reflect on the establishment. They're good people in there. Just get, you got to give them a chance. It's not. This doesn't. And he's just gonna <laughs> just sniveling, going. groveling. Uh, meanwhile, Fideo is pissed, and he sees you. And Cash, he calls you a guildsman, son of a bitch, and lunges towards can you. Can I? Can I use my reaction to try and persuade him to stop charging at him? I don't believe so. Okay, up to you. But do some fun stuff on your turn. Okay. I'm more than willing to do that. Yes. So he is going to swing, and he's going to get 15. Just missed. And he's going to swing again. Oh, he's got two attacks. And he's going to get less than 15. So he does not hit you. He just, he's swinging this wide. You can tell he's, like, really drunk. drunk. son of a gun. Uh, And he's just swinging too wide. His depth perception is not good. He's starting to, like, wobble. Did I hear that that name, Fideo? Yes. Okay. And it's your turn. Um, My favorite. Eyes glow, teeth grow, voice low. And I I just look him dead in the eyes. Fideo, stop. And he just... (laughs) Roll intimidation. That is a 16. Yeah. So he he stops dead in his tracks, and he just drops his knife and runs. Well, that, print, that, that worked pretty well. Are we out of combat? And you guys are out of combat. Can Woo-hoo. I cast command on him before he runs away? Uh, you could cast it as he's running away. Well, well, what's the range on command? 60 feet. Yeah, you can <laughs> cast it as he's running away. Especially since you know his name. Yes. I cast command. He has to make a wisdom saving throw, too. And I'll... I'll lose focus on what's his name. All right, so so the ogre snaps out of it, yeah. and he's like down on his knees, and he's shining your shoe, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he just <laughs> like looks at all of you, and he's he's like down on his hands and knees, but he's still a little bit taller than all of you, and so he's like, "Oh." And he walks back over to the painted willow, and he pushes open the door, goes inside. I, I pick up <laughs> Fideo's dagger, and uh, Fideo got a six on his. Oops. I tell him, stop. And he stops. Approach. Standing there, and he turns around. Tell him to come back. And he just kind of like starts walking towards you. It's like it's a Wes Anderson scene where it's a wide shot of him slowly walking. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just standing there tapping my foot. (laughs) When he he gets to us, I'm going to look at him with with his dagger and say, I can return this to you one of two ways. I can put it in your hand. Or I can put it in your throat. Is he still approaching, or did you drop the thing? No, I'm holding him. Because he's he's right at you now, and he'll like rub up against you and like stop. continue to. <laughs> uh, so he bumps into him. Stop! Stop! He he doesn't say anything. He just kind of looks at you guys, and his lip is trembling a little bit, and you can tell he's just drunk and scared. I think now. he's still charmed by me, right? Yeah. Hmm. I turn to him and I say, "Hey, hey, hey, Fideo." Relax, it's okay. And he looks at you. I know you've had a... It's been a rough night, right? And you're playing good cop now. So yes. He's, so he's looking right at you. Like, it's been a rough night. 
He's right? like, it, it has. It's been a rough, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, maybe you should just, you should, you, you want to go home and rethink your life. I, I want to go home and rethink my life? Yeah, it might be a good idea. I just have one question for you. Who threw that beer? I, I, I don't. I didn't know that a beer was thrown. That's a waste of beer. I'll it, hand him his true. dagger. And I'll say, next time I get a hold of this, I won't be handing it back to you. He takes it from you. He doesn't look you in the face. He takes it from you. I drop command. And he runs away. See y'all soon. Y'all be good now, you hear? <laughs> y'all come back now, you hear? Y'all come back now. Don't come back, please. Rest of the evening passes real quiet like. <laughs> you guys make it back to your rooms. Mungo just uh, nods at you as you come in. Do so we have to pay for a second night now? Uh, he's, yeah, he's going to expect payment by tomorrow. Okay. So you can drop it off now or in the morning. How much? It's 10 per night, right? 10 per uh, night. Okay. I couldn't remember if my 10 was an exorbitant tip or uh yes or the actual price. yes it no, was no, that was that was the price that he said and you agree i'm tempted i'm tempted to pay him right now i just pay him i really am i put the coin down and i'm like <clears throat> remember <laughs> biscuits <laughs> and gravy and he says oh yes yes we got, we got it <laughs> tomorrow we morning got it. we got it going right now it's back in the kitchen if you want to see it <laughs> oh no i don't need to Cause I'm gonna see it tomorrow morning. Yeah, 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 sure. You see, yeah. And I and I walk up to my room. Right. I put I put my ten gold down on the counter and I say, "Good to see you again, my friend." And I give him a, give him a wink. And he takes all of the coin that's that's on the bar. <laughs> all right. Ooh, I'm spending money like water. That's Is Alora right. still with her sister? Yes. Okay. That's fair. I and, suppose I'll uh, pay my ten as well. I don't have to. Don't feel pressured or anything. Yeah, you guys would know that Alora took her sister, and uh, she's at her room at the Painted Willow now. Oh, and that's right. So she's she's kind of hiding out in there, laying low, tending to her sister. And uh, you folks go to bed. You get a long rest. Heck yeah! Hooray! And when you wake in the morning, you smell this terrible smell. Step outside. No. What kind of terrible breath. smell? I, I get real the high. Smell of deep in the inhale. Get real high. <laughs> I scream at the and top of my lungs. The <laughs> What's, What's going, going on? on? Anyway, you uh, smell just this terrible smell. Like there's this underlying uh, fresh baked waffle and biscuit smell. But then there's something up over the top of it that is just like. Can I can uh, I roll nature to identify like, it? Sure. Burnt duck fat. Oh, that's good. Um, what's my nature bonus? Twenty-two. Patchouli. Oh, oh my God. favorite. You're gonna hate patchouli. <laughs> and when you come downstairs, you see there is a big pot of delicious looking oh. gravy. It's patchouli gravy. And it's got this. Uh, it, very familiar looking skull floating in the middle of the pot. Uh, kind of an axe beaky looking it skull. It's the axe beak's head. Oh my god. And it's got this reek of patchouli and he's like, old family recipe. And he, he I, scoops yes. a big healthy portion out and he hands you a full plate of biscuits and gravy. Of biscuits and gravy. I toss him a gold coin and I'm like, thank you so much. He takes it. That's amazing. I devour it. 
I just absolutely go insane. Yeah, apart from the the smell and taste of the patchouli, <laughs> it is uh, it's pretty okay. It's pretty. It's it's, 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 it's not good. the worst thing you've ever had. Yeah. You go over, you're like, give me that gold piece back. <laughs> you're not you're not poisoned, but that's about. <laughs> you're not poisoned, but you're close. You're not poisoned, and you won't starve today. <laughs> he hands you like two full days rations worth of food, and you just scarfle it down. That's yes. amazing. <laughs> oh, biscuits and gravy. So so uh, where are you where are you boys off to today? Oh, we're just we're off. We're gonna go fuck some monsters up. Ah. All right, we're just. All right, the brothel. Mm. What? No. Oh, yes, that's no. exactly oh, what it means. That, no, 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 that's exactly what it means. It's okay. You don't have to hide it. Where's your brothel? Just some, just some gentlemen out and about on the town. I suppose it's fine. It's a bit early. We have some business to conduct. It's a bit early. <laughs> that's right. We'll probably be out overnight, right? Because Brenna said, or whoever said, who told us how to get to the get to the ravine. It's about a day's. March away, right? So we won't be able to make it back here for the night. Probably not. So. That's why I'm carrying all my stuff. Good point. Yeah, I have all my stuff with me. All right. Do you need to go back to up to your room, oh, no. Schultz? And no, get I am. Your stuff I am. I am right. always I, with my stuff. I. Uh, <laughs> can I? Can I roll a stealth to put some of my waffles back? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. That'd be a stealth or sleight of hand. I don't know. No, whatever. Yes. What do you want? Stealth or sleight of hand? Stealth. He's, he's actually no, no, no. no. Sli- yeah, sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Yeah, no, it would make, like, make more sense. He's going to be like, wait, I thought we only made a dozen waffles. Why are there 18 <laughs> waffles? <laughs> Magic waffles. <laughs> Where did these you come from? You better roll goddamn high on this. <laughs> oh, I... Well, a 15 DM. He got a 10. So he, yeah, you, you, yes. you, you wait till Mungo is like turned back around and putting all his gold in the till, and, and then you just like <laughs> and stick the waffles from your pocket back on a plate. <laughs> Glad is, I got waffles before he did that. that the half naked awesome. man from the day before comes over and says, Oh, is, there's still waffles. Is he still half naked? He picks them up and he's like, Hmm. <laughs> Blueberry. Yeah. He, he, he bites down on a piece that's got just a big old limp ball on it. Yeah. He's like, mm, blueberry waffles. Man's like, like, like <laughs> that was that was fucked up. Uh, now oh. I feel kind of bad. <laughs> I I go back to my 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 group and I'm like, we should we should leave. I did something bad. What are you talking about? The waffles look great. Uh, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys leave. Uh, how do you guys want to do this? Well, I mean, do just we want to collect? Logging. Collect? Yeah. Do we want to collect Alora and see if she wants to come with? I'm, I doubt she'll want to come. That's true. Yeah. Just a thought. All right. So you guys start walking out of town. Yeah. Uh, unless there's a better way to travel than just on foot. Well, we. I'm not riding one of those chickens. That's fair. <laughs> you did see horses back at Dags as well. Oh. I'm a little big for a horse. That's true. Unless I got some big ass horses. He needs like a, a Mongo ass ox. <laughs> Need like an ox or something. Big ass horse. Ah. Is it is that a mule? That's technically a mule, right? Or like a war horse, but they didn't have a war horse. No, I'm just thinking then. if it's an ass and a horse, then that's uh, a mule. Uh, so it's a big mule. Uh, see, 
I made a smart joke. I got you. And Thank I didn't get it. So it, except it tells that I you, am. Yes. Tells you so, how much faith the listener should have in my abilities. Please, please I hope you are laughing at home because I'm <laughs> laughing on the inside. <laughs> and I love you. Please. But the fact that you had to explain it to us. Doesn't that kind of ruin the joke? <laughs> Shut up. But anyway. I'm trying. Anyway. Y'all start walking out of town. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's go back and revisit this horse option. I mean, the only one who... I guess we could take a look and see if they've got anything that can hold my head. Eh, well, what the hell? Well, we, there's no reason we can't get a horse and... Oh, wait, no. What's the rule of pack horses in D&D? They never survive any encounter. <laughs> I was going to say... We, we do know this thing rips horses in half. We could use them as bait. bait. Oh, I was thinking of using the chicken as bait. What chicken? The big thing that we just ate this morning. One of those. We'd I mean, to... did, wasn't it already eaten? Well, we get another one, I mean. Oh, we just, or we take a sandwich oh, with us. Gonna, no, oh. those things are violent and vicious. I mean, when Saul came in, she just kind of lassoed one and it seemed fine. Yeah, but it was her chicken. Who's got, who's got good animal handling? Not Not curiosity. Nope. Uh, I, I'm halfway decent, so I guess. Let's just, just try and find a horse. All right, yeah, let's go take a look at the horses. All right. Quickly, quickly. Uh, so you guys would go back to Dag's Emporium and walk around the outside of the stable. Uh, they're just opening up. It's first thing in the morning, and uh, the stable hand comes out and talks to you, and you find that you can get uh, saddlery here, feed here, and uh, you can purchase a horse, riding horse, for 75 gold. They do have one that will... what I bought my amulet for. They do have one that will hold you. Man, but not for more than like a day's ride at a <laughs> Actually, time. Actually, what I'm what I'm thinking is, <laughs> if we got to bring the head of something back, how about even just a mule in a cart or a, an ass in a cart, something to throw this head in, and because we're going to need it later when we go to the depot. Because we aren't going to carry all this shit back. What are you us. talking about? I was just going to carry the whole thing on my back. I have, a, I have a special pouch sling just for the head. Do you really? Yeah. We don't know how big its head is. It could be bigger than oh, you. Oh, I've carried some big heads. Like your own? Well, yeah. Yeah. It could be bigger than you. <clears throat> I mean, the entire head bigger than our large dragonborn friend over here? That yeah. would be impressive. I guess I don't. I don't think it's impossible, but... So they've got the riding horses for purchase, <coughs> 75 gold, uh, or you can rent them out for uh, 10 gold a week. Uh, That's a good price. The axe beaks, you can get those for 100 gold to purchase, or you can rent them out for 20 gold a week. Really? The horses are less valuable than the birds? Correct. Wow. How about just a horse Horses and require feed and water. The axe beaks don't drink anything. I see. The, they, they don't call them axe beaks, though. They call them... Desert chicken. Desert chicken. How about a desert? desert chicken. How about a desert chicken and a cart that we can rent? Are they? They're uh, obviously yeah, they, trained to pull sleds. They have, yeah, they have some sleds, and these chickens are trained to pull the sleds, and they go pretty fast. And they've got one that'll haul the three of you gentlemen and your, you know, your equipment. Uh, they could give you guys a package to rent it out for a few days or a week. Hundred fifty gold for a team of three chickens and a sled. And this halfling looks at you and she says, uh, do you have a frequent buyer card? Uh, no. I wasn't aware you, you had the, we are, we are patrons of this fine establishment. Oh, well then you should be part of our rewards program. Would you like to sign up for it? 
It depends. What's in it for me? Uh, just a simple bit of paperwork standing between you and a line of credit here, redeemable at Dag's Emporium. What's the interest rate on that line of credit? Oh, negligible. What's the interest rate on that line of credit? <laughs> well, do we want to stand here and argue finances all day, or do we yes. want to get a burden card? <laughs> I'm not letting you negotiate even the price well, of a I pickle. I wasn't thinking about... She says it's 5% APR for the first year. Look, I wasn't we'll thinking about getting the card. We'll just pay thank you. Very well, very well. But it's it's an option. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Membership rewards program. You may sign up, Schultz. I'm not, I'm not going to. Every so often when you make a purchase, we give you, you know, free fish cake at the, at the cafe. Which I'm not much for fish, so uh, I think I'll pass. And she looks at you and she says, that's okay. It's not real fish. Oh, oh, what is it? We're in a desert. Is it is it desert chicken? No, it's, it's desert fish. Oh. It's desert starfish. And Schultz. Oh, which does, is actually quite good. The livers fish. are yummy. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take your word for it. But no, no, thank you. I'll be passing on the, on the rewards All right, program. Jim, very today. well, very well. Pony up. That's 50 gold pieces each. Um... So funny story. I uh, guess who doesn't have fifty gold right now? What happened? Wait, to hold your, on. What happened to your share from Barrow? Uh, I spent seventy-five of, on it on a ceramic necklace, and twenty on hotel rooms. You should still have over two hundred left. No, we all got. How much did we? We got like thirty-three. No, we each no, got, we got like three hundred. Like I thought we got like a. We got three hundred split evenly among us, right? No, it was three hundred each. The, no, the 300 was each of you got 100. Oh. Yep. Okay. Good. I'm not crazy. But we, we also got a whole bunch of silver. That's true. I was just doing the math. If I pull my silver, then yes, I've got 50. But I'm almost broke. It's my own fault. I'll be the first one to admit it. But yes, if I if she's willing to take, uh, let's see, 120 silver pieces, <laughs> she... Then yes, I can pay out my 50. She looks at your silver and she's like, uh, it's not customary, uh, but I, I Look, suppose. It's, when you're a desert traveler, your currency gets a little mixed up. I apologize for the inconvenience. It's 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 fine, but just keep, bear in mind, this is an Uranathi establishment. We do prefer gold. I know. And she takes your silver. Do you got a bank in town that I can swap silver for gold? Is that a thing you people do? I can give you gold. Um, town, this town ain't big enough for a bank. You want so. You want a bank? You got to go to Hogtown. That's pretty far away, I assume. Oh, well, then uh, two weeks ride. Maybe yeah. we should look into this line of credit. Well, no, I'm. I'll pay it up. I've got. I've got the payment. I'll take. I'll give it. She sure. pulls to back take it. out the contract. She hands it over to you. I'll read it. <clears throat> Basically says that they'll give you a, a line of credit. It's not infinite. There is a cap, but it doesn't say what the cap is. Uh, Great. And it sounds like the uh, interest rate rolls over every seventh full moon and that uh, it's like 5%. So it's negligible for short-term contracts. Well, that's not bad then. I'm willing to pay the full price. If you want to go for a buyer's rewards card, cash, I will not stop you. We'll take the line of credit for now. Oh, very good, very good. And she wrangles up all your chickens and brings their leads to you. She says, you've driven one of these before, yeah? 
Uh, we've dealt with them I before. I have not. I know how to make them run away from me, and that's what's important. <laughs> she says, in that case, would you like me to add traveler's insurance to your purchase today? I don't know. Today? Cash? Do you think we should, uh... How much is the traveler's insurance? Well, let's see. It would come to... And she starts to... She pulls out an abacus, and she starts doing the... The things were well, high risk, never dealt with the sand chickens before. Uh, that one's too heavy for the sled, it looks like. We'll upgrade you to a deluxe class sled. Uh, it looks like the insurance will come to about 500 gold pieces. Yeah, no thank Additional? you. Additional? Correct. So, I think 650 I mean, gold pieces. All right, gentlemen, let's walk. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a wheelbarrow? Oh, yes. How much is a wheelbarrow? Well, we've got that one, and you see it's like this rickety, like, splintering thing. I just start walking. I'm like, I'm fucking done with these chickens (laughs) and the fucking horse. I just said we should walk. (laughs) How how much for a four-wheeled cart and a piece of rope? Hey, wait a minute. The desert skiff. How far out of the way is the campsite we were at? From it was broken. The, it had wheels on it still, didn't it? That was like a day okay. away. Yeah, don't want to don't want to go too far. How, how much that. for a, a simple four wheeled cart and some rope? Uh, is that cart the only one they've 50 got? Fifty gold piece. Fifty. I'll give you fifteen. How big a cart do you need? Big enough for a head. So now like, that's kind of a variable size. She wheels out a radio flyer. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Is this does this meet your standards?" Uh, about I need something about five times as big as that. She finds one. It's not. Is it rickety? She says, "Traveler's insurance." No, no thank you. <laughs> we just wish to purchase it. She says, "Very well." She takes your gold. Okay. All right. Do you, want, do you want us to pay back any of that that you just paid her? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Mahen's <all> still walking. <laughs> is he, is, yeah. He's just mumbling. Well, He's, that was He fun. mumbles, <laughs> don't worry about it, under his breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the closest Cash has ever gotten to cussing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We got a wagon. Well, you guys got a wagon. So great. And you start walking. And we're Great. going to take turns pulling it. Guys, I have a minus one to strength. Are you sure you want me to pull this thing? I can help both of you. Well, you sure as hell are not going to ride in it. I just oh, take fine. the rope. I just take the rope and walk. I'm just like, fucking chickens and horses. All right. Well, I guess we're on our way then. All right. Where was this valley we needed to go to? Northwards. So you guys... Start walking out of town northward toward Vagrant's Pass. That's it, Vagrant's Pass. From the map that you got from Dag, you can tell that Vagrant's Pass uh, just touches on these foothills where there's several. It it looks like there's a couple of homesteads marked on there. Uh, It looks like a couple of minor camps. And the pass goes due north. And then it kind of, the, the path that he's marked out on your map to hit the depot 
kind of curves around toward the northwest, and uh, you see the border of the Uranad is sort of marked uh, in the far north of this map, uh, and it's just like a charcoal drawing on some parchment. Uh, but he gave you that map so that you guys could hit the depot. You're using it to find the pass, and about half a day passes. So you're getting on toward late afternoon time, uh, and the sun is starting to go down. And you see uh, where the rise begins to head into Vagrant's Pass, and there is this wrecked carriage, overturned, uh, and that's all you can see from where you guys are. You guys are probably, you know, 100 yards away. Uh, but you can see that there's this overturned carriage and there's some movement around it. Looks like buzzards. Let's investigate. I mean, if it means a better carrying uh, vessel that we might be able to pilfer, that might be useful. What? Yes, let's. What? What are you looking at me like that? Yes, for? let's. Everybody roll a con save for pulling the wagon through the desert. Is that <laughs> All right. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, 18. Which is impressive. Same here. Oh, I, 16. I, I that. Yeah, uh, you guys are fine. 23. Yeah, you're totally fine. So uh, you see this and you guys are trying to get closer? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys near, and when you get about 50 yards away, you can see there's the overturned carriage, and you see uh, that these buzzards are just tearing shreds off of uh, whatever's left of the horses that were at the front of this, and that the horses are on... Uh, your side of the carriage like this thing was traveling south down the pass Mm. and you see that even though the buzzards are moving a lot there is a figure standing on top of the ruined carriage what sort of figure looks like a humanoid figure okay to scare the buzzards off or nope we just stand buzzards don't seem to care that he's there Somebody want to call out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we want to call and scare whatever this is off. I you? Don't know why. I don't know why I'm thinking. What are you doing? Okay, that works. You shout at him. All right. Roll a deck saving throw. Just him or everybody? Just him. Okay. Eight. Eek. All right. So you shout out toward this figure, and then there is the crack of a gun. And a bullet hits the sand uh, about five feet in front of you. Okay. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> uh, ten. Oh, my God. Eighteen. Yeah, I'm not loaning you my dice anymore. Natural one. Oops. So two. Well, you did just get shot at, so. That's true. Was it the figure on top of the carriage that fired? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see the gun smoke coming from that figure at the top, and it, it looks like he's holding a rifle. This is the part where I check the range on all of my spells. That's good. That means he now has Schultz, to... Schultz, you got the 10? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. 
Unless he's got a spiffy rifle, he needs to reload now. So top of the round, Cash, you hear this, and you see the gun smoke coming from that top of that carriage. Uh, what do you want to do here top of the round? He's 50 yards off? Yeah. Um, so 150 feet. Well, you just startle him. I'm going to shout out. Oh, actually, I can I can amplify my voice with thaumaturgy as well. That's a good point. And I, uh, uh, I'm going to... Uh, basically, I'd, don't shoot. We, we, we mean you no harm. Roll persuasion. Twelve. Uh, you see that the figure kind of like puts its gun down and then... Puts a puts a hand to his mouth and goes, "What?" <laughs> I re- I repeat it again. Don't shoot. We mean you no harm. Who are you? I put my I put both my hands up and start walking towards him. All right. Until we can speak civilly. Yeah. Yeah. You go on ahead. I'll I'll catch up. Yeah. He doesn't. Uh, he he. Stops firing at you guys. He he is reloading, but you see he's just got it sort of trained towards you, right? And not firing. Uh, and you see uh, a woman pops up out of the carriage behind him. We're from uh, Riverbend. We're here to investigate what's causing all this carnage. It says, "Well, who are you?" And he looks at you, man. I'm the guy you fucking shot at. He's like, I know, because you're a big fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know who I am. That's not cool. No, but you take I didn't out... I just come up to you and start shooting at you. Take out the big ones first. I mean, that's like a rule. Who do you think I am? He's got, he's got a point. That's like a rule. Can I identify what kind of uh, rifle he's got? Uh, yeah, it looks like standard Empire issue. Hmm. Standard Zarian Imperial Rifle. Ooh. Do you share that? The kind that they give their infantry. Or do you keep that to yourself? Um, actually, I'll point that out. It's a Nazarian Empire Rifle you have there, sir. I get. Did like, you serve? I get real big-eyed, and I'm like, do you work for the Empire? I get real close. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And he, he holds up the gun like, watch it, bud. I don't care. And uh, he shoots you. Oh, great. <laughs> great. Okay. Well done. Uh, on an 18, you hit? Ouch. Yeah. 12 okay. damage. Uh, so he just, you, you get too close to him and he fires on you. And he just, he's like, back the fuck up. I'm, I'm, I don't even care. I'm just like, do you work for the Empire? And he's like, no, not anymore. What's it to you? Why do you have that gun? He's like, well... Why did you say that name? He's like, well, I don't see what business it is of yours, but... It's entirely my business. I'm like, dude, Mahen, relax. No! Relax! I will kill anyone that has anything to do with the Empire. He's like, relax, lizard man. We don't have anything to do with the Empire. And he says, not that they'd have his back anyway after the things we done to him. There you go. (laughs) Can you tell us what attacked you, sir? Ma'am. He just kind of laughs. He's like, attacked us? Nothing. 
Then what happened to your carriage? And he says, oh, yeah, our carriage. And he looks at the, the woman that popped up out of the thing. I don't think this is theirs. And she's like, oh, it was it was awful. It was terrible. We, we don't want to talk about it. Uh, we, we best be going. It's about to get dark out. Can I investigate this carriage? Uh, yeah, they're kind of like backing away, and he's he's reloading the gun. And you... I, I, I draw my pistol pointed at him and say, "Stop reloading." And she uh, had her arm down in the in I... the carriage still, and she pulls out a big repeater crossbow. I cast... and oh she holds it at you. I I cast command. She says, "What are we doing here?" I cast command on her. Uh, which one are you casting command on? On the woman. Okay, because I was going to cast suggestion on the guy, okay. which allows me to tell him something to do I'm, for the I'm going to cast he command. He carries on, the, on reloading. <laughs> I cast command on the woman, and I and she has to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Advantage, disadvantage? No. Are we keeping our initiatives at this point? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she got a three. Uh, I tell her to point the gun at the man. And she... You mean the crossbow? No, crossbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, she points it at him, and he just is like, <clears throat> and he like drops his gun and puts his hands over his head. Says, "It's not our carriage, okay? It we was like this that. when we found it." And what were you doing? Says, "What does it look like we're doing? We're going through it, looking for loot, same as you." No. Oh no! What are you doing out here in the middle of the fucking desert? Shoot! And I tell her to. Sh- I tell her to shoot at him. Are you allowed to change your command That's word? What I was well, I, no, not unless you let me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the rule of cool, DM. The rule of cool. No, she she is gonna try to resist you if you try to. All right, command fine, her to fine, fine, fine. But he doesn't know that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. When you say shoot, he flinches. He's like, <laughs> and then he looks, and she's still o- holding the I'm thing gonna, toward I'm him, and he's like, him. bastard. I'm going to walk over to him with my gun still drawn and, and take that rifle of his and back up. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll be like, gosh, may I just for a moment? And I walk over and I headbutt him because he <laughs> shot me. <laughs> Roll damage. Okay. Because he's not going to oh, move. Oh, that's not the right one. Sorry. <laughs> that was to see if you crit him. You didn't crit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Three damage to his head, I guess. Yeah, so you you just like Three head damage. Headbutt him right in the forehead, and he's just like, oh, his head's really hard for a human. Really, like he's got a thick skull apparently. Uh, but he, yeah, his eyes kind of cross a little bit, and he's like, oh fuck. Uh, with the gun still pointed at, I'm going to tell him drop the rest of your ammo. This uh, won't do you much good unless you've been trained how to use it. And he undoes his belt and he drops it. Well, they do that. I'll go over and I'll, I'm gonna snag. I'm gonna snag the belt too. Then, how many rounds of ammo does he have for this rifle? Uh, he's got ten rounds. Okay. I'm gonna go over to the woman and and take the crossbow. And she's yeah, she's still like pointing finger gun <laughs> at him. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm just and standing I'm, here. And I'm gonna great. ask her. I'm gonna be like, Do you have any other weapons? <laughs> yeah, Shelton's over here. He's shoveling popcorn. popcorn. Like, all right, all right, this is okay. <laughs> I'm like, do you have any other weapons on you? And who are you asking? The, the woman. The woman. She has got, uh, pretty obviously, she's got uh, axes, two axes on her belt. I take those. Uh, and uh, you you notice when you're doing that that she's got, uh, and so does he, they both have got this, like, 
lanyard on uh, that has got red feathers dangling off. Oh. Of it. Uh, Tell me, who do you ride with? And the guy says, well, who do you think? We're red feathers. We ride with Hawker. That's a lame name. Fuck you. I don't even know your name. You don't fucking need to. Hawker's a pretty cool fucking name. What do you have a name like sounds like a guttural sound? Like Maybe I, bet, I do. I bet your Is name's that a problem? I bet your name's <laughs> like a hem or something <laughs> like that. Something dumb. No, it, it's not. Eh, screw it's you. It's not that. You don't know. You got our guns, you got our you got our stuff. You gonna so kill you us are... too? Leave us here with those two? No, it's not and he how points, we work. He points and there's there's two corpses in the wagon and they're like starting to get fly blown. I so you were looting. I, I like, turned to yeah, Schultz. That's what yes. I said. And I'm like, Schultz, check to see who those are. See if you can figure out who those people are. Uh all right, why me? Because we're watching these two shitheads. Oh, oh right, yes, of course. Right. Good, <laughs> good point. <laughs> You're wa- you walk straight through the crossfire like, like excuse okay, me. Excuse <laughs> me, pardon me. Oh, you want me to talk? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yes, sorry, my bad. Oops. Uh okay. We're here to take care of the thing that's causing this destruction. Do you know anything about it? And they're like, uh, the the guy's like, look, your your guess is as good as mine. Like I said, this cart was like this when we found it. We didn't do nothing to these folks. We didn't do nothing to those horses. I say we let these buzzards have their fill, and we take whatever they're not interested in. Uh, I'll investigate you- the dead bodies while this is going on. Uh, roll investigation. Okay. Ooh, that's a uh, seven. So these guys are definitely torn apart. Okay, uh, good sign. Relatively. Actually, speaking. I call that a Schultz. Yeah. Were they shot? Oh no, these guys are ripped up. Is it oh. two guys? Is it two gals? No, it's a, it? it's a man and a woman. Okay. Uh, they were torn up, uh, but it looks like uh, they're like f- jewelry. Mm-hmm. And like it's not much. Like the woman's got on a like a glass bead necklace, and they both have some rings and bracelets on them. Uh, they are halflings. Oh, uh, and they look like they just got you know mauled and uh, torn apart by a wild animal. Uh, but they're they're finery, they're gold, and uh, you kind of like shake their vests, and they've got coins rattling in their pockets. Ooh, I want to look those. Everything is untouched on them. Okay. And uh, when you start digging through it, uh, the guy still has his hands up in the air, and he's like, careful. You don't want any uh, Uranathi spirits haunting you because you looted the gold off their bodies. They're going to need that. Weren't you about to loot it? Of course not. These are halflings. Wait, you believe in Can superstition and stuff like check. that? Uh, you, up, say, you say superstition. Sure I do. Hold I up, mean, Schultz. Hmm? We don't rob the dead. I mean, they're we not... We don't yet. rob the dead. I go, I go back to the guy. I had him his rifle and his belt. I said, we have no quarrel with you, sir. If you're not here to rob the dead, neither are we. That's what he was just doing. Can I roll sleight of hand to try and get at least a few coins out of their pockets? Yeah, roll sleight of hand. Um, 16. What's your passive perception over there, Cash? Oh, me? Yeah. Probably not that. 
Not with a three. No. <laughs> okay. So I just I slip. I don't know how many. It's up to you. Yeah. There's. Well, you you have the choice to take all of them if you want to. Uh, okay. But they the guy's got thirteen gold coins in his pocket. I'll slip five out of there. And I assume I assume you were just looking for head. supplies then. He says, "Yep, anything that can help." And he takes his gun back and he puts his belt back on. Help? Help with what? Well. It's hard living out here in the okay. dearth. That's what I thought you meant. If they had anything that we could use, we could take it back to Hawker. They Hawk. were here first. Fair. And then... Uh, and he, when he takes the gun back from you, he looks at you and he says, so, You're not so bad. You don't know me, I don't know you. No hard feelings. He's like, can you, uh, and he points to you, man, and he's like, can you, because uh, uh, he, he points to uh, the, the, the woman. woman, and her eyes are still glowing. Then <laughs> <laughs> I just let it go. And she's like, what the hell? Mahan, if you would return the lady her, her weapons. <sighs> she did me no harm. I give her her axes back and her crossbow. And she takes them, and she's like, this is some weird shit going on, huh? We have no quarrel you with you. You can say that again. I, I'll be like, do you know who... I, I might have asked this already, but... Do you know who these two are? No, never seen them before. Uh, but they do match the descriptions that you guys would have heard of the family that, that was... was oh, come. yes. That's what I was trying to make sure of. Can I, again, try and investigate the bodies to see if I can figure out... Yeah, go ahead. Done this? I mean, I already know they're torn up, and that's a common thread already. But go ahead. Nope. Okay. Actually, I think I'm the only one who hasn't looked at bodies yet. Yep. I'll take a look. Go ahead. I've seen enough. These dice are cursed. Torture and stuff. It's because I looted the bodies. <laughs> 13, and do I add anything to that? Uh, it's intelligence. intelligence. 13. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. So you uh, you guys are, are looking through the cart, and are you guys going to let these two go? Yeah. Okay. Man, I'm Actually, just I'm gonna let them. I'm going to let them take the supplies they needed because we don't. That's not what we're here for. Okay. So they get. They and, have and, a. And they obviously are not. They, were they serious about not looting the bodies? Yeah. They, it looks like they're steering clear of the dead bodies. Okay. They've got a big like cloth sack full of stuff, and uh, the guy like throws it over his shoulder and. I they, shake his hand. They make to the head out. Shake his hand and say, travel safe, friend. And they're like, you guys watch I, yourselves out here. I fucking glare at him so hard because he shot me. <laughs> and he's like, uh, no hard feelings? No hard feelings. Does he mean it? Roll, yeah, I roll do. insight. Uh, that's a seven. This is the most sincere apology you have ever heard in your entire life. <laughs> yeah, we're cool. And I give him a hug, and he's like, "Oh, oh, no, okay, okay, like, give okay." Him a really hard pat. Well, there, well, there. I'm sorry, you, you shot me, and you know, and I don't like getting shot, just like anyone. Uh, uh, my ribs. I'm like, sorry. sorry. Uh, 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 my bad. So, no, <laughs> actually, what I'll do for him is, is before I hand his gun back to him, uh, press the digitation. Is that other thing I got with the arcane? Yeah. Uh, and one of them is clean. Oh, there you go. I, I clean his weapon for him. You clean his gun. <laughs> and hand it back to him. Beautiful. All right. So he's like, well, there's no hard feelings. We'll be on our way. And uh, 
This is they your raffle. There are many like it, but, but this, this one is yours. yours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cash, uh, well, they they walk off uh, back into the foothills, and you investigate the cart. You see the two halflings dead. Uh, they do match the descriptions that Saul gave you of the family, the Claude family, that uh, was on their way down from the Uranad, uh to join Saul in Riverbed. And uh, you look around through the cart and you notice that they've got their finery on. Uh, it looks like the things around them were not touched by those bandits or by whatever attacked these guys. Uh, but you look all through the wreckage of the cart and you don't find the bodies of the kids. Hmm. Yikes. Is there a shovel? No. Is there something that could be made to be used as a shovel? Um, a hen's hands. They're pretty big. <laughs> uh, either that or you could, like, take a plank off of the side of the carriage or, a you know, a spoke. And... Yeah, I mean, shallow graves are the best we're going to be able to do. Yeah. It's pretty sandy up here, so you can dig them a couple of tiny shallow graves. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. So you lay them to rest. Mm-hmm. Would anyone like to say a few words? I already said my piece, which is, I don't know what just happened. That's about all I've got to say. By the time this goes down, uh, it's getting on toward nighttime. Do you guys want to camp here by this wreck, or do you want to press on? Um, I think we should move a little further. As the... Uh, the dead horses are liable to attract scavengers in the middle of the night. I was thinking of keeping on moving. <clears throat> Regardless of any fire we may start. All right. So you carry on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pun intended, carry on. Uh, uh, I got it. So, I got you. Uh, who all has dark vision besides me? I think we all do. Mm, I don't. Oh, Dragons. that's right. I, that's no. right. We talked about this. Yeah, I feel I it's an oversight. So you're going to have to lead me. By the hand. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, you're so, not riding in the cart. <laughs> you no. carry on through the night. You make it uh, to the other side of the pass. Uh, it takes you uh, just a, a couple of hours to travel through this pass. Wow. Uh, you carry the wagon with you. And once you reach the other side of the pass, everybody roll me a perception check. Ooh. Twelve. Fifteen. Eleven. All right. Uh, so you look out over the other side of this pass, and you can see that it's like scrubland. There's dry soil out there, but there's a you know a tree here and a tree there, uh, and it looks like off in the distance toward the north, uh, it's there's uh, more trees. Uh, it looks like. Uh, there's a mountain off in the distance toward the north, and uh, but everything near you is fairly scrubby, dry land. Uh, it's clear night. There's moon cast all over the sand and sandy soil. And then you hear this noise behind you in the rocks. What kind of sound? <laughs> That's nice. 
That's very nice. And you turn next time on D and D. What the fuck? Great. It's a hag. I love it. Thanks for listening to True Crit with me, Hank Hayden, your smiling DM. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Facebook page or find us on Twitter at True Crit Pod. Tweet at us, leave us messages, throw us a nice review. We love attention. And be sure to join us next week for more truly dramatic, truly outrageous True Crit. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.